When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the PHNX Wildcat Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Arizona's number one sportsbook app. I am Mike Luke, joined by John Schuster. Can hop on in, everybody. Again, uh, got an interesting post game to get to right here. First, uh, Shoe, um, Arizona Falls. This was a game that if you watched both these teams, you would look and you would say to yourself, all right, um, Mississippi State feels like a better team. They feel like they just have better players. Um, but Arizona did have some chances in this game, but the turnovers, Arizona, as we saw right here, Arizona, the turnovers are just not something this team's equipped to come back from. And this is one of those matchups uh, where I think both coaches are irritated with the way that things went. Uh, Arizona, obviously, for missing some opportunities, uh, being sloppy in a lot of occasions, we'll obviously get to that a little bit later. And on Mississippi State side, I think if you're Leach and his coaching staff, you're looking at this matchup and you're thinking, man, every time we got a chance to go up three scores and open this thing up a little bit and feel a little comfortable about what's going on, turnover. And then Arizona's got short field and has an opportunity to kind of hang around and stay in it and make things interesting and feel and give the fan base a belief that maybe there's a chance. Uh, but, you know, the better team won tonight. And I think, you know, it's a good lesson. It's indicative of where we are, and it helps not to get too loopy uh, after the San Diego State game, which again was a very good win for Arizona. Uh, but you're looking in this growth process of a team that now can uh, handle a lot of Mountain West competition, but isn't prepared to deal with the upper tier in the SEC. And in the second year, that's okay. That's to be expected. They really didn't they didn't play particularly well tonight. They were overmatched in a lot of areas. And I think the um, athleticism and speed of Mississippi State really got Arizona out of its rhythm pretty much from the get-go. Uh, but they didn't embarrass themselves either. And they're a program moving in the right direction. And I think despite the frustrations, uh, that's it's a good sign. If you look at the schedule from here on out, Mike, Mississippi State's what? At worst, the third most talented team right. that Arizona's going to face this year? Right, at that's worst. And, right. and so if you take it from there, I think what's happened, generally speaking, is that whereas last year, and you talked about this in last, week, uh, last week's postgame show, where Arizona last year was a bye, uh, they were a bye week. This, this year, Arizona is like about eight other teams in this conference. They're all right, and they have a chance to be competitive more often than not. 
and as a result can pick off some W's here and there, maybe against teams that are slightly better and might frustrate you a little bit along the way because you think they may have left some W's uh, on the field as well. So I think that may be the kind of year that we're looking at here. I don't think this is a doom and gloom performance. This is just a reality check of where Arizona is. And I think there's reason to feel good despite the frustration tonight of Arizona moving forward and moving forward generally well, the program's on a good trajectory here. So even with the setback this evening and the reality check ahead of us, I think there's a lot to look forward to even this year, as far as Arizona's concerned. Well, yeah. And that, see, that's the thing too, is that I think people need to, people need to understand here that when, when Vegas, I mean, obviously people that know a lot about college football, there was a lot of money that was put in on Mississippi state. I mean, this started out at seven and a half and this thing then ended up at four or, uh, you know, 13 and a half. I mean, that's, that's massive. Crazy leap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a massive jump right there. And you got to remember as well too, that again, Arizona is clearly a better team because again, this team last year, or this, this Arizona last year against this Mississippi state team would have lost. I don't know. By 50 points. I mean, well, it would have been, you, you know what, Mike, they would have been overwhelmed uh, yes. because even remember last year, Arizona fought hard for about two and a half quarters. Right. And then it would have just gotten overwhelmed. And, and, and a team like Mississippi state that plays that kind of offense would have scored 35 points in the last quarter and a half and blown right. it open tonight. This was a two-score game that turned out to be a three-score game in the end. So even though Mississippi State was better, clearly, uh, Arizona obviously has better players as well and is moving in the right direction. Yeah, I think, you know, and Ricky Garrett is always makes a very good point because Ricky Garrett's a very smart person. He said it wasn't necessarily Mississippi State's defense either. Arizona, I'm going to give them some credit because I think it's a pretty solid defense they have. But Arizona also had... Delora had a very poor game. I don't think that there's any, there's, you know, and that's going to happen. It's not like you have Joe Montana back there. He's clearly a good quarterback, but there were some plays that he made. And there was uh, one play that really stuck out to me is when they were driving down the field. Uh, it was probably at the beginning of the fourth, maybe the end of the third quarter. And he had about 25 yards in front of him where he could have run and got the first down. And he tries to chuck it into the end zone. And it was almost picked. The guy was clearly covered. Um, and it was a you know, big just, Yeah. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. He just he just made he just made quite a few you know just not good plays and receivers too. There were some there were some drop passes that they've got to be able to catch. If Arizona played a clean game against San Diego State, they didn't play a clean game against. Uh, uh, Mississippi State. And again, as we're seeing right now, Arizona, while much improved, it's just not at that point yet. And I think that's a lot of the learning process as well. And generally speaking, um, let's. Mississippi State may not have a statistically good offense as the season progresses, but in two games they have held teams to fourteen and seventeen points. Right. So you know, does their schedule get better? Yes. Are they going to give up more points? Probably. But they were the the players that they had on the defensive side of the ball were clearly better than what Arizona had on the offensive side of the ball. That's right. a, what that does. In addition to the obvious talent disparity, is that it takes you out of your rhythm of what you want to do. And then from there, it becomes a little bit more difficult. You're, when you rush, that's when you start to make mistakes. You're a half step off because the pressure is getting there a little sooner. The receiver thinks that the cornerback or the safety is going to get there a little faster, pays attention to him instead of the play. You know, And, and then as a result of that, you have guys who make mistakes because they're being pressured a little bit more, rushed a little bit more. And I think 
the Bulldogs were very good tonight about getting Arizona out of its comfort zone early. And that showed how young a team Arizona is and one of the things that they have to learn. Were you surprised that Arizona got went away from the running game so quickly? Um, it's an interesting question. Um, maybe. There, were, there, 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 there was a fair amount of curious stuff uh, going on in this matchup. And, 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 you know, maybe the running game could have opened things up to some degree. Uh, but they were trying to figure something out. I mean, they only had 35 yards, I think, on the night. Uh, right. So maybe they, maybe the coaching staff thought fairly early on that that's just not something, you know, the Cats or their team is going to be able to do. And one, one of the issues as Arizona progresses is that you're looking at uh, – a a team that has clearly improved but is not anywhere near dominant on either side of the line. Right. And Mississippi State is significantly better in that regard. And as a result, uh, probably made things pretty difficult. And statistically, this is indicative of that. Uh, did, did a good job quelling Arizona's running game, and the Cats decided the pass was their best opportunity to move the football. Sometimes that was somewhat successful. Yeah, and my guy, and again, I'm, I'm going to mess this up because he's a great poster. And again, yo, Yoda, Yoda, foo, or <laughs> Yoda, foo, you're going to have to message that to me again, my man. But um, yeah, great, great post. So I don't want to, I don't want to mangle the name, but again, um, but uh, I think he makes a great point that I thought too. It looked like Arizona thought that they, I don't want to say that they thought that they could do this, but it felt like there was a lot of time, especially with McMillan, where it was just like. Let's just chuck it up and make let's see if he can go get it. It didn't there were a lot of times down the field where it just felt like Arizona really wasn't connected right there or you're just hoping that a bigger player can come down with something as opposed to work in the middle of the field where you had maybe some guys open. It just looked it looked like there were a lot more prayers involved. I'll put it, it to you like that. It would be interesting to go back and watch this game specifically for that aspect. If you compare it to San Diego State's game last week, one of the things that Delora did exceptionally well is he had a comfort guy. He had a he had he had a player in front of him about and they could pick up 5 yards. It was an easy pass, it was a safety valve pass, and you and you keep the you know, you keep the offense moving a little bit. You've got shorter uh, down situations in second down and third down. Now, so one of two things happened here. Tonight Either Mississippi State did a really good job of taking that away and forcing Delora to throw more difficult passes, or Arizona just didn't do that for some reason, or Delora missed it. Uh, and, and and so those are those, those are adjustments uh, that maybe we'll see uh, throughout the year. It's possible coming into this game that Mississippi State watched film and said, or video nowadays, and uh, you know said, <laughs> okay, all this, kid, all this kid does is. Uh, uh, go safety valve and they throw five yards and make sure that make, make sure that's out of there. And it makes Arizona's diff, uh, offense maybe a little bit more inconsistent at this stage. And if that was their scouting report, it worked. It feel, it does feel to me. And again, I put this out there on Twitter and I think some people thought of it as a joke, a little bit of a joke, but also kind of true too. that Rome was not built in a day. And I think people do need to, uh, or burnt down in a day. I can never remember what the term was, but it wasn't and that this was this is a team that people need to remember won one out of their first 20 games jed fish inherited a team that had lost 12 straight so again this isn't going to be a you know a 9 or a 10 win team i thought going into the year this team could win 5 games i still think they can win 5 games but this is going to be a baby step approach right here and again mississippi state was was good but it felt like they also had more again it 
but it didn't feel like they were overwhelming. It felt like, and I think uh, back the A. Ray put on there very well, he said, it felt like Mississippi State had far better chemistry involved with each other. I mean, you watched, uh, you watched Will Rogers, great name, by the way. And, you know, like, especially on the slant routes, it just felt the outs. It just felt like he knew where his guys were going to be. And they did in a way that Arizona didn't look like that tonight. Yeah. And Rogers was Rogers put up some interesting numbers and they're very Mike Leach numbers. Mm -hmm. Uh, what did he do? Complete 39 passes for something like 300 yards. Uh, so eight yards of eight yards of throw, give or take, uh, it moves the chains. Right. And and if you have an offense that allows you to get that, it works. And Arizona's not good enough at this stage to put the pressure necessary uh, in play. Was- uh, Washington State, I knew that was going to happen. Mississippi State uh, in this uh, uh, matchup, also in the first half, did a very nice job of running the football. Right. And in the second half, just abandoned that and uh, figured, okay, we've loosened them up enough. We've kept them honest. Now, now you can go to the passing game. And they were clearly pretty successful uh, with that. Interestingly, and I think the next couple games are 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 going to be interesting tests because they're uh, you know they're against an opponent that is good, and I mean good in a way that they're really fundamental. So Arizona should beat North Dakota State at home next week, but if they make mistakes, that can be a close game. The Cal game is a game that I think Arizona can win. Uh, so I agree. you've got some interesting matchups on the schedule here and I'm not convinced even based on tonight. Yeah. I get Mississippi state's better. That doesn't surprise me at all. Shouldn't surprise anybody at all. I can see Arizona win in six or seven games. I'm just not overly impressed with the conference. And and so, you you know, it's one of those things where USC is more talented. Okay. I get it. Utah's more talented. Okay. I get it. Uh, UCLA's probably more talented, but the rest of that schedule, eh, right? You got, you, you got Here, here's a, a, at you know, least a puncher's chance to be successful there. And if you start picking off wins here and there, you know, you might be able to be in better shape than a lot of folks think. Well, and yeah, and here's the thing too. You look at it. And we're going to break down the schedule here in just a second. But you look at the schedule though, and you've got uh, Colorado. Obviously, is terrible. Colorado might be the worst Power Five team going. Arizona, yeah, Arizona last year. Yes, Arizona should be able to win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got, uh, on top of that, then you've got California. That's very much of a winnable game as well. Then you've got uh, Washington State again. I know they beat Wisconsin today. Very good win. But I didn't come away from that game saying that Arizona can't or that Arizona couldn't win that game. Arizona can beat ASU. Again, I'm not saying they will beat these teams, but they're more than capable of beating these teams. And I think that's what people need to remember here. And I think that's why it's a little bit different than maybe times in years past where you're looking at it and you're like, man, we've really got to make sure that everything happens here. And we got to make sure that everything happens in the right thing. Now, real quick, what I do want to tell you about is the Tap and Bottle is going to host every Arizona Wildcats watch party for all away football and basketball games. you got to head down to their downtown location to meet me, enjoy the food trucks, Four beer, uh, Four Peaks beer specials, giveaways, and more. And again, ton of different stuff going on there right there. Great stuff. Again, Scott and Rebecca, good peeps. And also need to tell you a little bit about game time as well. And basically, here's the deal. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score on the best deals for tickets, sports, concerts, and shows 
I'm a procrastinator. You're probably a procrastinator. A lot of sports people are procrastinators. And you can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. If you love PHNX, then you're going to love game time. So go. Uh, the best way to support us is by supporting and buying your tickets through the link in the description for game time. Okay, now. Let's look at, but let's look at this a little bit though. Like you said, Shu, this is a top three talented team that Arizona is going to play. Um, and maybe USC is more talented. USC is probably more talented. I don't know that USC is better, but they're probably a little bit more talented. But Arizona is going to be in a lot of games right here. And Robbie, um, I think Robbie makes an interesting point where she said, "I hope for a closer game." The only thing, I'll, the only thing that I'll put on that though is that you still felt that Arizona had a chance at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Um, now, granted, they shot themselves in the foot a lot, but you felt that Arizona had a chance right there. There was, and there were points of frustration. Again, Mississippi State is better. They they have better talent. They have better players at this stage. They were they were clearly the better team on the floor, right. but they they made enough mistakes, or Arizona forced enough mistakes, depending on how you want to look at that, uh, where Arizona was allowed to be in the game. Now, if Arizona had been able to convert some of the opportunities, the field goal situation at the end of the half, the situation, a play that you brought up specifically where Delora made a pass into the end zone, that play was on third and 10. Right. If And he had open field in front of him. Now, I don't know if he's going to gain 20 yards, but he might get six. And now you've got fourth and four. It's that sort of field management stuff. And then on fourth and 10, they didn't get it anyway. And they lost an opportunity after forcing a turnover, which could have made the game, I think, a one possession game again. Uh, right. So so there were there were situations in that. There was another situation where they had a delay of game that put them out of field goal range, or at least they thought they were going to be out of field goal range. And they missed a, they, they, they missed a scoring opportunity mm-hmm. inside Mississippi State. Um, Uh, territory on that possession as well so there were opportunities and there were things left on the field uh so you know in the end i think the final score was about the difference in talent uh but you know arizona was in it and had again chances and i think a lot of that is that two teams didn't play particularly well but because that happened the team with better talent won by about what the team with better talent probably should have won. What did you think? What did you think about the defense for Arizona? Pretty good. I, mean, I, 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 I was okay. Yeah. I was and, okay with what I saw. And one of the things I liked, especially in the first half, was that Mississippi State had the kind of success that you expect on the first possession and then really didn't do a whole heck of a lot for the remainder of that half. This is a significantly lower scoring game than I think people anticipated it. Me for sure. I thought that this was going to be more of a game where if Arizona was going to lose by two touchdowns, I thought it was going to be something like 53 to, you know. Yeah, 39, somewhere in that. Somewhere in there, exactly. There's going to be a lot of points on the board, and that didn't happen. And and so if you come out, you don't like that anybody's scoring 39 against you. Right. But what was it at the half? 15? 15. 15 points, something like that. That's a a number that you look at and you're okay with that. You know, and and, and so I, what I, what I liked was again, after that first possession, there were adjustments made that made it a little bit more difficult for Mississippi state to be effective. And so hopefully that's the type of thing that this coaching staff can implement changes on the fly because it's understandable as well. You can be coached all week and you have your scout team, you know, lining up defensively like you uh, expect 
Mississippi State to do on, on the offensive end, and then you face them, and they're on a completely different stratosphere. And then you've got to regroup. Okay, this is what they do. This is how they get into position. This is what you need to stop and how you go about it. And, right. and so it's a little you – know, and if you can make that adjustment early on in the game, that's helpful. And I think it gives your defense a chance. I thought, generally speaking, until they ultimately kind of got worn down in the fourth quarter, I think Arizona's defense did reasonably well. One thing that I want to caution, though, is overreacting here because a lot of people were, again, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying comments here, but a lot of people on Twitter were saying, well, you know, uh, is Delora really the guy? Listen, Delora is going to get this season. I mean, you don't bring in the Pac-12 freshman of the year and not play him unless something just goes totally wayward. First of all, it's terrible politics because next time you try to recruit somebody in that position, they say, well, so after two bad games, you'll get rid of me. So this is going to be Dolores' team, peeps. But the one thing that I think uh, he does need to do, and uh, quite a few people have mentioned this, I'm okay. I'd like to see him be a little bit more of a Russell Wilson type. Back the A-Ray, obviously, maybe the best name going out there right now. JDL didn't use his legs. I thought there were a few first downs that he could have picked up by running it. Clearly, he has the mobility. He's just got to use it. I think that Mike Zaniga and a few other people said that as well. I think you hit, that hits the nail on the head right there in that I don't need you to be Lamar Jackson and where you're, you know, you're rushing for 1,300 yards in a season or whatever the case may be, but be Russell Wilson. Again, not the player of Russell Wilson, but you watch Russell Wilson. He can extend plays. He can get those seven or eight yards. Um, he can get those first downs. Be a scrambler, but be a runner when you have to be a runner. And I think that's something that he didn't do very well tonight. I think that's exactly right. Uh, sometimes if you get three, it's better than nothing still. Right. You know, you're still slightly ahead of the chains or along the chains. Uh, so, and, and there were a lot of there, – there were plenty of those opportunities out there. And I think, again – he was a young quarterback. Not, not that anybody isn't young. They're all young. Right. Uh, you know, but there was, ex there, there certainly was some experience and some things that maybe if he's got the ability to learn, and I believe he does, that the coaching staff looks and says, okay, there was an opportunity where you could have picked up four. There was an opportunity that you could have run for three. There was an opportunity there where you could have cut up the field, slid a little bit, picked up another four or five. The play on third down was huge. Uh, that's a play where you throw it into the end zone on third and 10, but right in front of you, you got five or six yards and now you've got a manageable fourth and four that maybe you can do something with. Uh, obviously, obviously in the back, you don't try to do too much at the end of the half. You, you can't lose, lose yardage and take yourself out of field goal range. Uh, Delora obviously knows that. Uh, but right. those are things I think the folks who uh, talked about just picking up little incremental bits here and there uh, with his scrambling ability is certainly available. And we'll see if, uh, that's something that improves as the year moves along. You know, one thing, though, watching this defense, and I'm going to give them some kudos on, this was the first time, and again, it's not going to remind anybody of the Desert Swarm or, you know, anything like that. But this was one of the first times in quite a while where it didn't feel like the defense going against a good team, it didn't feel like the defense was necessarily small. It didn't feel like that they were totally unathletic or that they had to be able to make a bunch of different kind of, uh, you know, little weird things to be able to work. It looked like it was a a solid power five level defense. And we haven't seen that in a while. No, we haven't. Uh, and when you're a bad football team, you don't. 
And sometimes that gets really exploited on the defensive side of the ball. Arizona is fast defensively. That was mm-hmm. that was the one thing last week that jumped out at me the most in the win against San Diego State right. is how quick Arizona was on the defensive end of the football. And uh, I, I and tonight they didn't make it easy on Mississippi State. Again, you know, a lot of it was played in front of them. Mississippi State was obviously in control, but I think Arizona did a good job making things difficult and also did a really good job forcing turnovers. Right. So, you, you know, when you are overmatched a little bit, you need to make a big play here and there. And Arizona's defense gave its offense an opportunity, and the offense just wasn't up to it, I think, uh, for a variety of reasons. Yeah, I think Arizona's defense can be a problem for some teams this year. And I think more often than not, Arizona's going to be, again, Mike, a competitive football team. And one of the mm-hmm. interesting things, if we are doing this, say, five years from now, Hell, maybe two years from now. And um, a quality team, you know, uh, dominates Arizona, controls Arizona to this level in year four or year five. This postgame show is significantly more pissed off than it is right now. (laughs) Correct. Correct. Uh, But right now, right now, I think generally speaking, we recognize where Arizona is, where it was. And that there's a still a long-term growth process going here. And even though in the moment, understandably, this is a matchup of frustration because you hate to lose. We all hate right. to lose. I get it. There's there's a reality out there in this game where you recognize, okay, this is you, – you know what Arizona needs to do to take continually positive steps uh, to get to this kind of level. I think Mississippi State's probably a top-20 team. Again, they're one of the three t- most talented teams Arizona's going to play this year. No doubt. Uh, so it's a hell of a lot better than where this team has been in the last couple of years. And, you know, uh, again, I think the theme tonight, at least from my perspective, is that when you're dealing with a long-term investment, uh, this is uh, one of the bumps in the road that uh, you kind of have to deal with. And you know, look forward to Arizona moving in the right direction, which I think they ultimately are. I think most people believe that's the case too. Yeah. One thing we got to give a lot of credit for, and a couple of people have put it, because again, this is why we love listener interaction here. We, we take the equivalent of phone calls here. We don't eschew the listener, but one thing uh, a couple of people have mentioned too, the tight end is clearly going to be somewhat of a, I don't want to say a force, but the tight end is going to be a little bit of an option this year and that you, it does see, especially with Tanner McLaughlin, it looks like they're trying to, uh, you know, utilize him somewhat. Whereas in the past, it feels felt like it's been seven or eight years since you've actually had a tight end that was utilized. So the tight end is no longer on that milk cart, John Schuster. Well, Pima County uh, for about 30 years, I think, uh, made it illegal for Arizona to throw to the tight end. So when they did, they were cited by county officials. So it was something that they didn't want to do on a regular basis because they could have gotten, you know, enough uh, points put up against them. And then they, you know, there there was something that uh, ultimately would have been taken away. They didn't want that. Now that uh, statute of limitations has been removed, Arizona can utilize the tight end and seems to have a coach and a coaching staff willing to do so. So I think it is a running joke with Arizona football that this program doesn't utilize the tight end. Right, right. Uh, So if you see it happen, that's great. And it helps you to be a little bit more versatile uh, on the offensive end. Now, let me let me tell you about this, and then we're going to get to some comments here because we got some guys coming with a little bit of fire right here, as the kids would say. But 
It's time for our DraftKings Pick of the Week. And as everybody knows, the first week of the NFL season is here. Duh. DraftKings Sportsbook app is cooking, hooking, cooking, hooking our fans up. Cooking and cooking. Cooking, yeah. Depends on how you want to look at it. Right now, new customers can bet just five bucks and you can get $200 in free bets instantly and an added bonus for week one. Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win. And here again, y'all know the drill. It's simple. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code CODEWORD PHNX. And you bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. How about that? You get paid instantly. You Even mean like team- uh, with Buffalo last night? Well, might, might there. Yes. It just That's feels nice so or it just feels so good that football's here. I'm sorry. But even if your team lo- – uh, but, again, even if your t- team loses um, and you they're up by 10, that's what matters. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. All right. Um, a couple of things. All right. We had a Mississippi State fan in here um, talking. He says – and I'm going to try to decipher this <laughs> – even them refs couldn't help you. Talk that smack first drive, and our D called you. Um, rhymes with you witches. Can say it. You yeah, can say rhymes it. called bitches all game. It's a PG thirteen show. True. Most of y'all said Arizona would win, and State wasn't delusional. All right. Now you need to be able to remember a couple different things here. And if you are on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Um, by the way, oh, we have to get our DraftKings pick of the week. I so I apologize. Oh, do what we do have you got? Uh, let's see: Indy Chargers, uh, Broncos, and Saints. Um, you know what? I'm going with the Saints as well. I like it. Saints are both of our DraftKings pick of the week. But let me get back to that comment here for a second. Um, even again, even them refs couldn't help you talk that smack first drive and our D called you bitches all game. Most of y'all said Arizona would win and state wasn't delusional. Here's what I say to that. Um, yeah, you were a, uh, more than a touchdown and a field goal favorite. Cool. I mean, yes, you won, dude. Like nobody, I don't know any Arizona fan that said, you know what, we're going to crush Mississippi State. And you know what, if they did, cool. That's, but you know what, that. um, Well, one fan, most of y'all said mm -hmm. that. Right. So again, there he is. And most of y'all was wrong. But yes, exactly. Arizona was in the game again. They just didn't have a, uh, um, you know, they just didn't have the talent that they did. Um, And I like to, when they said they were calling uh, y'all number or, Pitches all game. I don't, I don't really. I'm not a big swearer guy, but um, yeah, cool. That's called football. That happens. That uh, I mean, that's guys talk trash in football. That's just the way it is. But well, in fairness, I think all things considered, when Mississippi State goes up against LSU next week, the fan bases there are going to uh, probably exchange language that's a little bit more elevated than that. Always an interesting game there, and uh, but you know, the way of, things but are going, it's a, that's a matchup. Mississippi State might have a shot at winning. But here's what I want to give them a lot of credit, or I want to give Arizona credit for, though, is like you said, Mississippi State is a uh, Sarah Beth Greyer is in here again. I hear, uh, hold on. I'm sorry. It's been almost, it's been like eight months. So if I did get that wrong, please feel free to put that in there again. I apologize. But um, again, Arizona though, what I do like, what I did like that I saw, and a lot of people put that up there is that Arizona didn't look out of their element though. 
in the past, and we've known it, we've seen it, uh, I don't want to say a thousand times, but we've seen it more than it a handful of times, yeah. where a team from the um, where the team from the SEC or wherever, another conference, it's clearly better, and you're like, after about four minutes, you're like, man, Arizona's not going to get a first down, and, they're tight down, and our quarterback's head might fall off. I mean, that's you never got that sense in this game. You never got the sense that they were overwhelmed. Last year, they would have been overwhelmed. So that, to me, you might say that that's uh, here's here's here, here's I think a you know a maybe a better comparative example here. Yes, please do because I'm grasping for that one. But like, please do. Arizona last year was Colorado this year. Colorado lost to Air Force forty-one to ten. They have been utterly dismantled in their two games this year. They're a bad football team. They're almost certainly the worst team in this conference. Arizona last year was that football team. Right. They were bad. Uh, they they tried hard. They did all of those things. They tried to keep it as close for as long as they possibly could, but they were overwhelmed from a talent standpoint, and it's the reason that they were a one-win football team, including a loss to NAU. They were bad. This year, in one season – they're competitive. Right. And and I think represented themselves well tonight in a game that they shouldn't have won against an opponent who is clearly more advanced and better at this stage. Right. But Arizona's moving in the right direction, nevertheless. And that's and that you have to feel about you want to talk delusional. And there's one thing to hope and, you know, hey, look at the schedule here. Maybe you can do that here. Man, if Arizona gets that win against Mississippi State, who knows what could possibly happen, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Arizona's not going to play in a playoff, and Arizona's not going to win the South. Correct. Or whatever the hell if they even have designations anymore. You know, <laughs> but can they get to a bowl game? Maybe. And right. if they can, that's a remarkable accomplishment. That's coach of the year stuff season right Season two. And – and that's and, and and so you know I understand that expectations fluctuate. I, I understand that we want this to be advancing faster than it is, but it's still I think way ahead of where it probably should be. And so you know there's reason to believe that if he can continue, if Fish and the coaching staff can continue to recruit, then Arizona's going to move in a good direction. This, yeah, and that's exactly. great. Exactly. Um, now. Going forward, then you got North Dakota State next week. Um, it's my belief, and again, I get that North Dakota State at the lower level is always competing for a championship. You produced a ton of NFL quarterbacks. I get all of that. Um, but I do feel that Arizona is at the stage now where, and again, college football is wacky. You certainly saw that today. But I think we are also at the point, though, where Arizona should be able to beat a team like North Dakota State. I didn't feel that last year. Well, and Arizona didn't do it last year. Right. Arizona did not beat an a, a team that is woefully inferior to North Dakota State from its same right. level of competition. Uh, so, yes, that this is this is how that should work. Arizona is a Division One football team from a Power Five conference, and they should be able to beat a team with uh, lesser talent that isn't recruited as heavily. If North Dakota State could recruit at a Division One level, they'd have Division One talent. They don't right. have Division One talent. However, they're they're very well coached. They're very disciplined. They're very good. This is comparable to, especially when you get a good team. You know, we're, we're, a lot of these directional schools, and NAU falls under right. this category and has for decades. You know. ASU has to play them one year and Arizona has to play them the other year. And, and more often than not, it's a throwaway game and the 
you know, the division one team, Arizona or ASU is going to win that game by 40 points, you know? Right. And, and so last year, even as bad as Arizona was last year, last year was an anomaly, but it showed how bad Arizona was last year. North Dakota state would have beaten last year's Arizona or, or had a very good shot at beating last year's Arizona football team. They shouldn't beat this year's Arizona football team, but they're good. Right. And if Arizona makes mistakes, NDSU is good enough to take advantage and make this interesting. And it's one of those games where if it's interesting in the third, late in the fourth, then you start to get a little bit uncomfortable about where this is going. And the tone of our postgame show is probably a little bit different. Right. And I, I, could, I couldn't agree with you more on that one. Now, again, I uh, want to tell you, too, about Four Peaks Brewery. Uh, this is a place to be. It's the official brew of PHNX. You can enjoy food and drink specials and one heck of a good time on a massive screen. Check our link in the show notes to sign up for free. Must be 21 or older. Enjoy responsibly. Four Peaks, very good stuff. Hooked us up last week. Um, now, let, let me ask. let me ask you this then. So... Jane Delora going forward. Mm-hmm. Do you just chalk this up? If you're Arizona, you just chalk this up. You know what? This is a bad game. Um, or do you? are you more concerned now? Or where, where do you stand with Jane Delora right now? Well, what you have, and I'm not terribly surprised by this, what right. you have with mobile quarterbacks is the defenses are going to try to keep players available on the edge. And I think they did a pretty decent job of limiting Delora's ability to scramble. Right. And 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 now it's one of those things where it's up to Delora to recognize that and find ways to exploit defenses taking the next step. That's the thing. Now he's got to progress a little bit and take the next step. You know how a good team is probably going to defend you. A lot of other teams are going to watch this video and they're going to say, all right, that's what Mississippi State did. Let's do that. I think Mississippi State did two things. They were able to press them on both sides. Obviously, they were better on the front line, so talent helped. But in terms of schematics, they were able to press them on the edge and make it a little bit more difficult for him to be as mobile as they'd like. And I think they took away the check down uh, passing opportunities as well. And what teams are challenging Delora to do now is make more difficult passes. He has the arm to do it, but that challenge is also going to be a lot of one-on-one opportunities. So if Arizona's receivers can get some separation, he may be able to make some of those plays. We'll see how he adjusts over the course of the next uh, a few games. And uh, so it's way too early to say he's awful. He had a bad game. Right. Uh, and, and I think, again, Arizona I th- might have surprised itself in game one when they were just so dominant. They were so clearly more talented than San Diego State. I think right. it surprised us. It may have surprised them as well. And then you start to, you know, you're 18, 19, 20, whatever it is, and you start to hear some of, you know, some of the prognostications about how you're a hell of a lot better and people think you're a hell of a lot better, chip on your shoulder, crap, and yada, yada, yada. And then, <laughs> and then, you, go out of the, and then you go out there and all of a sudden the team across from you did to you what you did to San Diego right. State, right, right, and right. that's and that's humbling because now, now you know what you are. I, I based in two games. Thankfully, you had a good performance. You had one where the team was better than you and showed it. So right. now you know what you got to be, and and maybe it makes you work harder. I think there's an opportunity for Delora to do just fine from here on out. We'll see how much he improves as teams figure out what they're trying to take away from him. This is what I love about sports too. This is this is absolutely awesome. Looking at the comments, looking at the chats, we have a very spirited debate right there 
um, but about the size of the Mississippi State and Arizona's baseball stadium. That is awesome. You guys keep doing you. This is great. Um, let's see here. Uh, one guy says we have drink, we have drinkable tap water throughout our state. <laughs> all right, good stuff. Um, he said, "All right, we, we got some questions for you, Daniel Martin. Why no deep passes?" Oh, they did have deep passes. They just missed right. them. They just missed them. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Like, I think, I think what Dan, I, I think what Daniel might be asking is how come they weren't able to convert? Because I, that was a big part of it. You can tell that Arizona this year, if they're going to win a lot of games, it's going to be because Jaden Delora and that passing game is going to be next next level again. Maybe not like you know, I'm not saying he's going to be Bryce Young and the Heisman Trophy winner, but. They, they're they're going to be good. And if he's um, – I think that's what we're going to find out, though, the rest of the season. When your I think that's how Arizona's going to win games. Yeah, when your talent isn't as good, you have to be able to make big plays, and Arizona was not able to do that tonight. I think uh, the Bulldogs did a, a nice job early of indicating to Arizona who the more talented team was. Right. And that, kept, that, that got Arizona out of its rhythm pretty good, and I think it was difficult for a team that's young and relatively inexperienced uh, to try to gain its footing again. And as a result, you see passes that you that may not be perfect, but can be caught, not caught. Right. You know, you have to be a little bit more special in those situations to try to level things off a little bit. And Delora made some bad decisions. Uh, right. and, and, and many of the commenters and you as well uh, talked about how sometimes you don't need the home run. You know, if you get four yards, that's all right sometimes. If you throw it out of bounds and don't lose 15, that's OK. You know, and, and, and I think he knows that. But it, you know, there were there was efforts to try to perhaps do too much, and a lot of that combination just ultimately uh, didn't work out. So I think there's hope and reason to believe that Arizona can have a much more efficient and effective passing game moving forward. But they came up against a team that was better than than them tonight, and better than them in some key positions. Uh, the secondary for MSU was pretty damn good mm. and got to the ball uh, uh, anticipated very well. And uh, I think their front line was, uh, you know, clearly better than Arizona's offensive line at this stage. And, you know, you have two of those cogs working in your favor. You're doing, you know, you're going to make things difficult. And clearly Arizona struggled. All right. Um, everybody out there really appreciate you. Uh, um, all the, co- got a ton of comments here. Obviously a late game right here. Uh, Stu Vase says, put, are you concerned with the fish play calling and these long developing plays and weird, uh, play calling? Well, that is one thing that I think is a good point. Um, I mean, they're all good points. Sorry. I don't want to like sign it out. Well, we found that one, good one point. point was really good. The rest of them just saw. Yeah, no, these, there are a lot of really good points. I don't like putting joint. I don't like putting joiner in to, uh, I don't like putting Joyner in as the um, like as the wildcat quarterback. Whenever That's they put point. whenever they put Joyner in there, you know immediately what's happening. You're not setting him up for success. You're not setting yourself up for success doing that. And I feel um, like Fish is smarter than that too. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I at this stage of the game, that was something that worked for about two years. Right. And at this stage of foot, the evolution of football at a multitude of levels, I don't understand why anybody does that and expects it to succeed. Right. I know I couldn't uh, couldn't couldn't agree with you more. All right, everybody. Again, really appreciate you. Um, we'll be back with you uh, next Saturday. Another late game. All the comments. You guys are absolutely fantastic. As you know, can't be wouldn't be here without all of you. Um, John Schuster, as always, 
Really appreciate it. Jacob Franklin, ASU fan. You know what, Jacob? We can't really talk any mess to each other because, you know, we both kind of lost in the same manner. But again, guys, great conversation. We will be back with you. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.